You're listening to Epic Catharsis, Storytelling Do's and Don'ts, the podcast where an expert and an in-law discuss storytelling and how it could lead you to catharsis. Hey, I'm your host, Tyler. I'm your host, Kelly. And today we're going to be taking a look at one of the oldest fairy tales that is in has been passed down throughout generations. We're going to be talking about the story of Cinderella. Yes, and variations of this story, I think, actually originate as far back as the the BCAD kind of like threshold um, from ancient Egypt, I think, or, or Greece, maybe. It's it's Greece. It was uh, the Greek uh, geographer Strabo, um, somewhere between I think it was seven BC and AD twenty three. Um, he talked about a story of a Greek slave girl who ends up marrying the king of Egypt, um, and it's called the story of Rod- Rodopis, I believe it is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, um, but highly recommend you pick it up and check it out. It's it's pretty much the same type of a story as it's what Cinderella is. It's a you know, rags to riches fairy tale story. So, the Brothers Grimm wrote a rendition of this rags to riches tale called Cinderella. I don't know if she was the original Cinderella or if they got this from somewhere else, but this is their adaptation. And of course, because it's the Brothers Grimm, it got dark. So, it starts off with this rich dude, and he was like, Hey girl, come here. Come here, daughter. And Cinderella comes up and he said, Be good after I'm dead. And he dies. Um, Oh shit, that's not right. His wife died, not him. The rich man's wife died. Um, So Cinderella was real sad that her mom died. And every day she would go out and um, do what her father said. She remained pious and good. And wept over her mother's grave. She took very nice care of the grave. Honored her mother. Um, Eventually, Daddy got lonely, though. And he remarried the evil stepmother. So, Dad marries this evil stepmother who has two daughters. um, And they were horrible to Cinderella. We all know this part of the tale. So... They would insult her, they would call her names, they would make her do stuff. She was basically their slave, and they were horrible to her. And then, one period of time later, there is a festival where everybody in the town is invited. And uh, there's dancing, and it sounds like a lot of fun. And Cinderella knows that her stepmother and stepsisters are going, and she's like, hey guys... I want to go. Can I go? And the stepmother was like, ah, no. And then the stepsisters were like, ah, no. So Cinderella was like, well, why not? And the stepmother was like, you can't dance. And the stepsisters were like, ah. And Cinderella was like, why? And then the stepmother was like, well, here, let's give you some hope. If you can complete this, whatever, this specific chore by in this, like, in this specific amount of time, you can go to dance. So Cinderella was like, I got this. So she goes. 
and some birds help her complete this chore. I think they're doves. And she comes back in. She's like, stepmother, I finished. And stepmother was like, well, damn. How about instead of that chore, you have to finish this impossible chore? And Cinderella was like, but I did the first chore. But the stepmother was like, girl, you don't have a dress and you can't dance. You can't go unless you do this chore. Which was picking lentils out of a pile of ashes. And Cinderella was like, well, okay, I'll do that. So she goes and she calls some more bird friends. And the bird friends come and they pick all the lentils out of the ashes into the pot. And um, she goes back to the mother and the mother's like, girl, you still can't go. You don't have a nice dress and you can't dance. And Cinderella was like, well, that sucks. And she went to her mother gra mother's grave and started to cry. And she, like, looked up at the, at the tree over her mother's grave. And she was like, she was like, shake and quiver, little tree. Throw gold and silver down to me. And so the birds that had been her little helpers with the chores brought her a dress. And some shoes. So, she cleaned herself up and went to the festival. And she danced the night away with the prince. And then he was, at the end of the night, she had to go home and everything. And he was like, well, let me escort you. And Cinderella was like, Cinderella basically Houdini'd herself away by jumping into a chicken coop. And the prince and the kingdom and everything tore this chicken coop apart, but she was gone. And she went home. And then came back the next day, and they danced the night away, and then Cinderella left again. I don't know how many days this went on. I think three, or something like that. Um, yeah, I think it was three. And on the last day, the prince set a trap. He covered the stairs from the palace in pitch, which is like a tar. And Cinderella ran away, but one of her slippers got caught in the pitch. And so the next part of the story that has become universal kicks in, where the prince says, whoever fits this shoe, I will marry you. Ah! And um, then this is where I think the cinematic version of Cinderella that I've seen that is the most loyal to the grim fairy tale is uh, Into the Woods. Where, if you've seen it, you know that the mother gives the, uh, the stepsisters... The stepsisters were originally excited about this because they have, and I quote, pretty feet. And they thought they would be fine, but the shoe, the shoe was a little too tight. So the mother was like, here, take a knife. You don't need to walk anywhere. Just cut off your toe. So the first stepsister cut off her toe, and she fit the slipper, and the prince was like, hell yeah, wife. And they were riding off on a horse, and then the birds looked down, and they were like... There's blood in that shoe. It don't fit. That's not your wife. And the prince was like, oh, skirt. And he turned around, got the second stepsister who had cut off a piece of her heel for the shoe to fit. Same thing happened. There was blood in the shoe. The birds were like, still not the right sister. You got one more to go. So uh, they finally got to Cinderella, tried on the shoe. It fit. They rode off. Um... Lived happily ever after at the wedding in revenge for the stepsisters being awful. Um, some birds pecked out their eyes and they lived the rest of their days blind. The end.
So I know that most of us think of Cinderella when we think of the story, we think of the, the, the 1950s Disney story um, that's so iconic in our culture. Um, so what's the main differences between the Brothers Grimm, which kind of kind of threw this story into the main fold? I know there were early early versions of the story that were published. You know, there was an Italian version um, as well as a French artist or writer, excuse me, who wrote down this story. Um, but the Brothers Grimm really got a bunch of these folklore tales together and produced the Grimm's fairy tales. But what's about what is their story? What makes it a stand out from the others that we see and know? Uh, it's brutal. Super brutal, dude. It's it's short, for one. So it's very concise. They get to the point. Um, the, I guess the big difference is that the dress, for one, is not blue. It's gold. The slippers are not ga- glass. They are also gold. Um... I don't know why they changed the color. Maybe some kind of cinematic thing. But um, uh, another reason, uh, the festival was a multi-day thing. It was not just one ball. And the stepsisters were brutally disfigured at the end of the story. I think that was my biggest takeaway is the the punishment that kind of goes to these sisters um, that you don't see in you know, the, the Disney version and stuff. And I know that, um, obviously with Disney, everything has to be happy, family friendly. Um, and, but into the woods kind of gives us that grim fairy tale, like you were saying, where the, the sisters have parts of their feet cut off to try to fit the shoe. Um, but I think the most important part to this, and I think that that's kind of what we're going to look at. We're, we're hoping to do kind of a brother's grim collection and look at all these different folk tales and fairy tales is this punishment that goes to, the stepsisters afterwards having their eyes plucked out. Um, and traditionally fairy tales, their, their purpose is to give you this, this magical world and story with some sort of a moral lesson in it. And I feel like the Grimm's fairy tale version, even though it's darker, gives us more of that moral lesson rather than the Cinderella Disney. Cause yes, we have the story of, Anybody can go from rags to riches and marry a prince, but we don't really see any, I guess, fallout for the people who are mistreating Cinderella. There's no consequences to their actions. There's a reward for Cinderella for being good, but not consequences towards the stepsisters and the mother for being bad. And I think, I guess, that's the big difference. And I think that's what elevates, in my opinion, this story, or the Grimm's fairy tale version of the story, so much higher than the than the one that we know and love from Disney, because it, it makes it feel like there's justice at the end of it. Yeah, and I think that's the big point that the Grimm's brothers were trying to convey, because at the in the first section, the very first section that you read... As the rich man's wife was dying, what she told Cinderella was, remain pious and good. And then our dear God will always protect you, and I will look down on you from heaven and be near you. And that's what Cinderella did. And the stepsisters, at the very end, what does it say? It says, um, and thus for their wickedness and falsehood, they were punished with blindness as long as they lived. So it really 
kind of drills that point in where Cinderella was pious and good, and so she was rewarded with happiness, silver and gold, and whatever else. And the stepsisters were wicked and false, and so they were blinded on top of, you know, having their feet mutilated. Yeah, that's and that, that hits home as far as the... the I, I guess it's kind of being thrown in our face that the story message is, but, I mean, sometimes people need that. And I think, if I remember correctly, The Grimm's Fairy Tales are was a children's book, correct? In my personal opinion, I'm going to say no, because I've read some of the Grimm's... I've read a lot of the Grimm's Fairy Tales, not all of them, but a lot of them, and they are straight horrible. So I really would not... I wouldn't... If I had kids, that would be like a you wait till you're older kind of book. But I don't know how they were intended. Well, I guess I can kind of answer that question because the original name for Grimm's Fairy Tales were the Children's and Household Tales. So I think that this was intended for children. I mean, a witch, like in, I forget which story it is, but in one of them, a witch is put into a barrel covered in nails and rolled down a hill into a river to drown. Like, how is that child appropriate? How are any of the Grimm's fairy tales children appropriate? This is oh 1812. God. I mean, the children in that, I mean, you know they, what? That's were, fair. they were ready to go. I mean, I think, I think that nowadays, obviously, that's, that's not quite appropriate for children. And that's why we try to give, you know, these moral lessons in a better suited story for children to understand. But I think that they were intending this as like, you need to do this or get scared of the consequences. It was like a fear inducing teaching moment and this story um and obviously we don't quite know how it affected children back then but i would assume that like i wouldn't want my eyes plucked out so i would be pretty scared of these type of stories and the outcomes that could happen it's it's like the boogeyman i guess like literally just put the fear of god into children and they'll behave i guess i don't know it's grim to say the least yeah to say the least. Very grim. And we've seen Cinderella um, be done in more than just the Disney version. Into the Woods, like we were talking about, did the Grimm's Fairy Tales. But what about your favorite version? Ah, uh, and I've talked about this before, I think. But it is the, it is the, I think, 97. I think it's 1997 version with Brandy and Whitney Houston and Whoopi Goldberg and... Just a stacked, stacked cast. And in my personal opinion, that one was more geared towards adults. I don't think that was really intended more for children. I mean, there was definitely that, you know, the fun, innocent vibe to the movie. Um, but, it, you know, I think Whoopi Goldberg definitely kind of gave more of an adult feel to the film and gave some mature lessons to the cast and everything. Well, it wasn't her that actually, it was Rodgers and Hammerstein wrote that. So it was, um, and there have been, I think, three different adaptations of that version uh. made into movies. So it was their take on it, and it was much more whimsical and fun and good than the original adaptations to that, I think. Um, but it, I think it was intended for a more mature audience. Not to say it's not kid-friendly, because I really, I would let a kid watch that. 
I don't think there's anything too horrible in it. No, not um, at all. But it does... It is much... It's more mature than Disney, less mature than Grimm's Fairy Tales. I would put it in the middle. Probably closer to Disney. It's still pretty interesting to see all these different takes and how, you know, not just with Cinderella, but with other stories that we'll explore, you see this, you know, the carrot and the stick, and which ones want to focus on the stick and which ones want to focus on the carrot when it comes to teaching these lessons. Because I think you'd agree that this version here also kind of focuses more on the carrot of the you know, there's there's not as much of the repercussions, and or at least definitely not on the level of Grimm's fairy tale for the sisters. You mean the carrot being good and pious, yeah. and the stick being wicked and false? Well, no, like in the, I guess, kind of the the interpretation of it, or the the way that it's portrayed. So Grimm's fairy tale, or the tales, carrot being reward, and the stick being consequences. Exactly. Yeah. So Grimm's fairy tales focuses more on the stick aspect. The the you will get your eyes pecked out if you do not do these type of things and you know things like the disney version focusing more on the carrot yeah and i i think there grimms achieves much more of a balance in that but i mean the reward was you get to marry a prince and the consequence was you're permanently disabled for the rest of your life so uh, yeah, I mean, I liked Grimm's fairy tales, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I also have a dark sense of humor and a dark, pessimistic mindset a lot of the time. So if you're an optimist and you love peace and joy, maybe don't read these. <laughs> but I also think it's interesting how this specific Rags to Riches tale has pretty much been going on, like we said at the beginning of the episode from the greeks i mean it's it's has been like almost a timeless tale just twisted and shaped over the years to fit the culture and it's it's interesting to see which tales last throughout human history so i mean yeah. in a way we've always been wanting to pull ourselves out of this rag situation and dream of marrying the prince you know i mean i think it's in the human condition to want more like, even if you didn't grow up, you know, in a cardboard box or homeless or something, and I'm not saying people grow up in cardboard boxes, but you know what I mean. Metaphorically, if you grow up with if you grow up with nothing and, uh, you know, you're going to want more. But even, even so, if you grow up as, like, a middle-class suburban family, you still want more. Like, there's always, it's always a thought of, well, I mean inherent divine royalty is like something that is bestowed by god and in, in some mindsets and stuff and it's the th- it's like the ultimate form of high class so everyone at some point has thought about how much they want a castle you know what i mean yeah i mean it's it's the same type of mindset that gives us stories like the princess diaries you know, we are... Yeah. And it's it's something... It's interesting because if you kind of break down Cinderella, it's not just the wanting to ascend into, oh, I can become, you know, a prince or princess from the lifestyle that I was. It's, it's that glass slipper is so important because we want to be so unique and special. We want to be one of a kind and only us can achieve this wonderful state. 
You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. I think that part of the story is is really important because not only are we looking to get to that stage of royalty, but we want to we want to feel special about it. We want it just to be us that the whole stage light is on us and we get picked out of the crowds of millions. Yep. Everyone wants to be a star. A whole lot of people do anyway. But uh yeah. What's y'all's favorite version of Cinderella? Let us know. You guys know our social media accounts. And I think that we do kind of want to focus on a series of these. I think we want to kind of go through all or most of the Grimm's fairy tales, at least some of the most common ones, and see some of the differences. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for this series and what we're going to do here in the next couple of months with this. Yeah. And it's not to say they're going to be back to back. We do have some things planned in between, but we will certainly start doing more of these. So that'll be fun. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Let us know what you thought, and let us know which Grimm's fairy tales you want to see soon. Yeah, it definitely helps if you guys kind of give us an idea of which ones you want to hear, and we can head towards that direction. We'll see you next time. On Epic Catharsis. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Epic Catharsis. Check us out at our website, www.epiccatharsis.com, or you can check out our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram pages and let us know what you thought. We'll be back Sunday, so don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. Okay, bye!